0: Muscle Podcast, Midweek, the Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people, good morning and happy Wednesday. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening. Whenever you're deciding to listen to this cast, this is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. How y'all doing this morning? A little stuffy, you know? A little bit uh, under the weather, sad it's raining, need more sunshine. Uh, I don't know, sad is back to school. Or maybe you're happy. Happy is back to school. Uh, For all you parents that need a break from your kids, happy back to school (laughs) week, month, whatever. Because I know it's been stressful getting all the supplies and unpacking and getting them to college or getting them into all their stuff for school and all the school requirements, especially if they have a uniform, you know, all that stuff. Or uh, maybe it's a, if it's not happy back to school for you, maybe it's a happy back to reality to all the educators (laughs) that are rejoining the full-time work world uh, this month. So it's, it's, it's kind of like bittersweet, right? You're excited to see the kiddos and get them started on another year of growth and development. But then at the other end, you are sad because you know that you are going to be digging through the trenches two-thirds of the year. And I mean, unless you're an educator that is in a space where it's pretty easygoing, you know the challenges of today's youth. So even then, you're stuck in the emotional trap most of the year. Uh, and it can be it can be draining so uh, I salute you educators why for one I'm speaking to everybody if y'all need a break from your kids your own kids at that imagine how their teachers feel (laughs) and they only get a couple weeks like summer is not really summer like teachers don't just sit back and like do nothing for this well maybe you know a teacher that doesn't do anything for the summer but most teachers are having to go to trainings. They're having to do their planning. They're having to turn in uh, notes. They have to go to meetings all summer long, and while it's like real low key and laid back, they they're still checking in um, and preparing for coming back to school in August. So, um, yeah, like I I the teachers they get stressed out real quick. And just imagine is if you're a parent and you have like one or two or three kids, if more, you know, salute you. But if you need a break from your own kids, imagine how the teachers feel. And they got your kid plus 29 more mugs in their classroom, running around, tearing stuff up, screaming, crying. And trust me, it gets no better at the like the high school age either. Like they do the same things. It's just a different type of cry. <laughs> You know, I salute you educators too. I salute the educators for the amount of planning. And like I said before, planning, training, educating, they have to do uh just for, you know, they have bosses too, just for some new philosophy or some new trend or a new boss to come in and say, Uh, eh, that's all wrong. Yeah, let's redo it. You know, so th- there's frustration that goes into even the preparation for how we're the idea for what we're going to do to walk our kids through a school year, um, let alone the mind mapping and the structure of the day to help make sure that your kids are safest at all times. How do I know it this intricately? Uh, because I am in the educator space as well. And I see this in real time. I've been having meetings with some, you know, with some of the administrators and some of the schools in, in the break time. And these are some of the stories that they share. So again, um, it's not just, oh, back to school. Like it's a big thing. Um, so I salute all you educators right now and you know, I, I'll just leave this right here and wherever it falls on you. Like I, I parents, we have a tough job and I know that we're happy for back to school, but just, just remember this little nugget that school should be supplemental in character development, not the primary. And I'll just leave that right there, um, because it's so huge and that's part of my job, you know, that's why I even have a job, uh, because that character development piece is being left out at home. And school is expected to do it, along with teach, along with keep safe, along with be supportive, along with all other hats. And it, it it's, it's just too much. So, yes, character development in school should be secondary. It should be primary at home. Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, so, uh, you know, I outside of the back to school thing, you know, I, I guess it's back to reality for us. Uh, and, and speaking of back to reality is for me, if you guys are joining for the first time, thank you so much. I leave that out often. If you want to send me a note or a message, you can send it via email at the midweekmuscle.com. Or you can visit me at one of the social media platforms at the Midweek Muscle, and leave a message there. I greatly appreciate you all the time. So, for me, is the last year of school. Uh, I, I for those of you joining, I'm in uh, a master's program, and I it has been two years. And I'm working on the last year. This is my third year. It has been long. It has been grueling. It has been tough. Uh, So I'm approaching the last year. And I personally am more than overwhelmed. Uh, But I am excited. Um, I'm also, if we're being completely honest, I'm filled with a lot of angst. And I hate feeling like that because I'm generally a person who likes a plan. And when the plan doesn't, fall through when the plan falls through I get a little you know as anyone would a little nervous about it um and it's not that anything is off track or off plan it's just that I don't really have an idea for how I'm approaching or walking into the school year with like fluidly you know I don't really have a plan set up for all aspects of my life like key key areas too like how are you getting the class on these days? How are you getting your, your son picked up from school and getting to where he needs to go? How are you doing this? Like, I don't really have all that worked out because it's been such a busy summer. Um, and so I have a lot of work to do anyways. Um, I it, it, I don't know. Like, I don't like feeling anxious, but you know, I, I feel a little too exhausted to even jump into school right now. But I guess that's what it what the whole point of the grind. Right. Um, and just when it feels comfortable, uh, there's limited growth and that's not a place you're supposed to stay. So I don't know. I just, I feel conflicted sometimes. Uh, but on that note to my creators out there, if you are a creative spirit Listen, have you guys ever been so consumed with writer's block? Because there's just so much up there just swishing around. When I say up there, I mean in your head. Uh, because it's almost like you sit in that block for majority of the time. And then you get one little nugget of inspiration. And you're trying to make that thing like spread. So like, let's let's talk about it. Like, uh, even when you are... You go to work out and you're a fitness person, right? Um, I talk about fitness a lot um, because that's another area where I like to spend time. Uh, But even if you're like a, a fitness instructor, and I had a little bit of experience with this over the summer, you know, workouts to do that are great for every core body group. But then when you, like, if you're an instructor and you're trying to figure out, well, what am I going to do to teach this class? You run into the same thing, like that writer's block. Like, what am I even going to say? Or if you're getting ready to present at a meeting for your job and you know your job, but you're like, what am I going to say to these people? It, 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 the writer writer's block, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know. Uh, maybe somebody can educate me on this. Uh. Writers or authors out there, but it's terrible when you have it. And I know I've been feeling that way quite often. Like I don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Um, and I know it's stemming from fatigue. I I talk about it at nauseum on the on on the on episodes at end that we need to prioritize rest. And I don't know why I keep trying to defy that. Indicator. We need rest. And for some reason, you know, I value being able to have mommy time and at the end of the day or at the end of the night or whatever. But I always feel like I will have this little spurt of energy once my kiddo goes to bed and I can just think for days. Uh, I'm actually like falling asleep or like crashing on the floor, in the middle of the TV room, trying to watch something so I can be caught up with pop culture because I'm clearly at a deficit with that, right? Uh, So I I need rest and I need to practice that as a priority so I don't feel so burnt out, if you will, uh, with everything else. So I don't know why I keep defying that, but I know that writer's block stems from fatigue because you're trying to press yourself to get the idea and you're tired. Um, so, but I did see a, a couple of things that kind of like perked me up. And so I'll share those with you this week. So those will be my two things that I share with you for the week is that, um, the first one is in, in please know that I, I follow politics, but trust me, I am not going to argue with you about it. Um, I look at both sides of the fence. I try to understand from both sides, both, 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 both things and where they are. Um, trust me, I have my own frustrations about it that I won't get into on, on the show because this isn't what the show is about. Um, but I do like to watch those like documentaries about like, okay, so how did this work out? And how did this, like, I, I just like knowing stuff. I'm very curious. Um, so i watch those documentaries on Netflix, uh, when I can, I won't say all the time because I I don't get to watch TV all the time. And, um, so when I can, and, uh, the most recent one that I had watched was it was called, um, um, Knock Down the House. And it was a documentary film based on I guess this uh I don't know if it was a lobbyist organization or if it was just a nonprofit organization. I think it was a nonprofit organization, uh, that recruits lay people like you and I, like a somebody who's really working uh, like part of the workforce, like an engineer Uh, a person who works construction, nurse, uh, like people who do these jobs as as a part of their career. And uh, so this organization sets out to find people out there who are nominated by people in their community who is a natural leader, even though their job doesn't warrant them to be a natural leader. And uh, they, this organization sort of prepares these nominees to run against career politicians. So people who have been in politics for for years and years and years, and they just, they know the seat, they have power, you know, they're just, they're just there. You just know them. Um, like, you know, uh, an equivalent would be like, you know, like John Kerry or um, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, like people you just have seen and heard their names just whiz by, you know. Um but anyways, so it the the documentary follows four women who set out to do just that. They are they are getting amped up to to run in the primaries and of course this took place back in 2016 or no, sorry, 2018. Um uh, uh, for for you know, when the rotation happens with Congress uh, 2 years after the presidential election and the other rotation of seats. Um, so anyways, one of the four women who was being followed was the, uh, the Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez. And it started following her before she was Congresswoman and it followed her journey. Uh, and she, is now the new Congresswoman of the Bronx in New York. And she took over a person's seat who had been sitting in that seat for well over 10 years uh, and was one of the most powerful people in Congress. And so it follows that story. And it was not an entirely racks to riches uh, type of story, but it is filled with hopeful and inspiring, you know, like what I call muscle moments. Uh, no matter what side of the political divide you're on, uh, you know, it is filled with those notions. And, and so I asked, you know, I said, and I asked this question, why do we love rags to riches stories? And And I'll simply say, because it gives the rest of us this little big thing, oxymoron I know, but it gives us this little big thing called hope. And we hang on to it because all we need is a little mustard seed of it, of hope. And that's enough to keep believing and to keep striving to make something seemingly impossible. Possible, and that was that documentary. And I and I just I loved it, I loved it for what it was. It, it was great, um, because it had those messages built in, and it stemmed from way longer than you even think, you know. Um, and so I, I thought it was incredible. I thought it was uh, eye opening and powerful. So I enjoyed it. Um, if you have time to watch it, I recommend it. I mean, if you like documentaries and that kind of thing. But if you like trash TV, go ahead, watch a trash TV and just, you know, enjoy yourself because we need that too. Um, and then the second thing I'll leave you with is uh, sweep the shed, right? There's this whole idea of sweep the shed. And it comes from, this title or slogan comes from the New Zealand World Rugby Team. Wait, did you just say rugby? Yes, yes, I did. Thank you very much. See, what you guys need to understand about me is that if there's an opportunity to try something new and to learn something new, oh, trust me, I'm in. Uh, so how did this even come about? Like, I don't, I don't quite know. Um, but (laughs) it, it, it happened really fast. My little one was invited by, um, a rugby coach, uh, to condition with a college rugby team. And he, since my little one is so fluid with having conversation with adults, it managed to hit my ears. Uh, Hey, Mom, can I do this? Uh and the coach came up and said, "Hey, are you interested in having him come like condition with us?" And I said, "Uh sure. I guess if that's what he wants to do." I, I mean, is that okay? Is that an okay thing to do? And he's like, "I would love if he could come out." I said, "Okay." And so Last night was the meeting night and we got to meet the players and we got to meet the team and here, my little kid is so little compared to these big, big boys. And I and the, the coach, as soon as we walked in, he had all the team members stand up and the coaches stand up and address me and, and my little one. And it was just so great to see and to feel. And they said, hi, ma'am. And, you know, I'm like, oh, don't call me ma'am. But at the same time, I'm like, take care of my boy, would you? And they all laughed. And it was so cute. And we sat down. Uh, so the coach gave uh, homework, gave everyone homework. And he said, uh, find out what sweep the shed means. And so naturally, I had the little boy doing it. And guess who else was doing it, too? <laughs> I was looking at it, too, like, dang, this is good. Um, and so we stumbled upon you know, some film, et cetera, and we watched it. Uh, So Out of Sweep the Shed uh, is really, truly like empowering culture within an organization that allows for expression and camaraderie. And and there's so much more to it. So if you have time to look it up, look it up. Uh, But also what stemmed from it was this little quote. And this is like, you know, wherever this sits for you, I'll allow it to sit because it was truly impactful, even in the small amount of time that I had to even do some research on it, uh, was this, um, it, it, it came up in its native tongue and the natural translation is what is food of a leader? It is knowledge. It is communication. It is story. And friends, I I read that quote and I said, that's exactly what we hang on to. We thirst for knowledge. We dire, we dire and desire communication and we truly live for a story. And that's it. Those were my two nuggets of like inspiration that I found this week. I hope you found some value in it, if not a couple laughs, if not a couple jeers, whatever. Um, but uh, I hope you enjoyed Uh If, if, if this message wasn't for you, uh, we all know somebody who could use a little pump me up. Uh, and again, if you love it, share it with a friend. If you hate it, share it with an enemy. I'm sure somebody could use it. And uh, thank you guys so much for being with me this week. Let's go out there. Let's let's be good stewards of our stories, What we, should we? Um, and uh, good luck to all of my back-to-schoolers because next week I will be starting back with my journey. And good luck to those of you who are sending kiddos off to school. And most importantly, again, let's be good stewards of our story. And until next week, I will see you then. And as always, let's go!